Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add our podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of the application. And always remember to take it easy. And we are live. Welcome to Profile Pod TV. I'm your host, Double A, back again for another exciting episode of the Profile Pod. Man, first off, right away, I want to say, how about them Lakers, man? How about them Lakers? One more W. I got, as you can see, I got my uh, my my Kobe Minneapolis old school jersey behind me, and then we got the uh, where's the purple one at? Oh, you can see it barely right there. There it is, Magic Johnson. Man, one more win. I'm, I'm I'm pumped. I'm pumped, man. I was hoping they'd win tonight because I knew that was just going to give me that extra juice for the show, for tonight's episode, man. What's up, Above the Hook? Uh, welcome, welcome, wherever you're tuning in from. Thank you so much for tuning in, man. You know, it's, I'm excited. We got a great show in store for you guys. Uh, before we get to everything, we bring on our guests, man. Um, I want to say just a couple things, a couple things. Uh, don't forget the uh, 1,000 subscriber challenge on YouTube. I'm trying to get to 1,000 subscribers. I need your help. Go on there, Profile Pod TV. click on the little red button, and it's all good. It's all good. I really appreciate it. If you've subscribed already, thank you for subscribing. And, uh, you know, much love, much love, man. I'm trying to uh, – that's a huge, huge, uh, you know, undertaking. But, hey, I, I, I'm, you know, we, got, we all got to shoot for the stars, man. We all got to shoot for the stars. We got we to gotta set those – set the high standards, raise the bar. And if we're not doing that, then, you know, we're just uh, setting, settling. We're, we don't want to settle. So go ahead and subscribe. I much appreciate that. Uh, so, and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at profile pot TV at nineties galore. And, uh, you know, follow us on, uh, you know, like, follow, share, all that good stuff. Follow us on Apple podcast, leave us a rate and review, subscribe. And uh, I always love interacting, man. With, with the audience, with the viewers, the followers. Uh, and if, speaking of interacting, this is an interactive show. If you have questions uh, throughout the night for our guests or myself, post it. We'll try to get you on. We'll try to get the uh, post the question or the comment on the screen. And uh, we have fun with that. So that's always that's always a plus, man. Um, we're also going to do the raffle. You know, we had the raffle last week. Uh, we had the giveaway contest for during our ladies night with double a last week on that episode which by the way you should check it out it's on youtube now and uh, we had the uh, giveaway and uh so we have we have the raffle coming tomorrow i'm going to post it uh, i'll do a live on it so uh, stay tuned thank you for all of you who participated in that so get ready get ready um in the comments already we have a couple of friends damien my man damien carrion is here Wow, look at that. Nice of you to show to join us, Damien. Uh, who else? Above the Hook's here. Mega Man's here. What's up? 
thank you guys for for being here. If you're watching the replay, thank you as well. Um, and if, we, if you're tuning in right now, we we thank you for for joining us. Uh, so, couple shout outs before we get to our guests. Um, the Kickback Podcast, Chris from the Kickback Podcast. Thank you so much. I just won a contest today. Uh, man, I've been I've been lucky lately, man. I got to go play the lottery. Okay, I won last week uh, on the Spin the Wheel with Penelope Ray's Boutique. And then I won today uh, with, on Spinning the Wheel again with Kickback Podcast. And I'm going to get the first ever Kickback Podcast t-shirt. So I'm proud of that, man. I'm proud of that. I'm freaking, I'm ready to go. I'm going to go buy a lottery ticket tomorrow. Shit. So uh, thank you so much, Chris, man. I appreciate you. Check out the Kickback Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. They're also on YouTube. Check out their uh, podcast, man. It's, uh, that shit is funny, man. That's a funny podcast. So if you like to laugh, you'll you'll enjoy that one. Um, we uh, also one more shout out, Renegade the rapper. Thank you so much, Renegade, for all your support and love you've been showing. I uh, really appreciate what you do. Check out Renegade the rapper, everyone. She's up on uh, YouTube. She is out of the Pacific Northwest, state of Washington. She's been on this show before. Uh, she came on about three months, and we're going to get her back on for part two ASAP. So can't wait to get you back on, Renegade. Thank you for showing the love. Much, much appreciated. So um, go check out Renegade the Rapper. So um, I'm looking at the private chat here. You guys got jokes already, huh? <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, this, we got the – this is part one of the three-part series uh, that we're calling Talking Football. This whole week we're going to be talking football. Um, it's quite simply, I played a collegiate ball. I played at the um, community college level, a.k.a. JUCO level, junior college. And then I played at the Division One level um, at Cal State Northridge, which unfortunately now is a defunct, defunct program. But we'll get into all that. Um, the gentlemen I have on for tonight, we all played together. And uh, these guys are finely tuned athletes uh, or Used to be, but <laughs> no, these guys are uh, big time ball players, man. I made big time plays, enjoyed playing with every single one of them. This is a pleasure to have them on here because uh, it means a lot. It means a lot. I mean, I've known these guys now. We're going on 20 years and uh, super knowledgeable about the game of football, uh, super experienced, you know. So tune in, man. This is going to be fun. I can't wait to bring them on. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, my three good friends, we got Jason Castro, Johnny Acosta, and Martin Bacon Jr. Welcome, guys. How are you? Hey, thank How's you for having guys? me. How are you doing, Andy? Good, brother. What's going on, Jason, man? Thank you so much for being here, bro. Oh, thank and you. And by the way, no, yeah, no, no, I know you got the Dodgers shirt on. Let's go, Dodgers. We got to pick it up, man. That would be Just sweet. Hide it. Just oh, hide nice. It. Thank you. Thank you. Perfect. Speak of the devil, Johnny and Jay and Martin. What's up, man? How are you guys doing? Just living prime time with Double A. Are you kidding? <laughs> big time, big time over here. What's I'm trying to get to your level, bro. A, double A, Double A. I triple yeah. Double A. That's right, baby. That's right. What's going on? What's up with you, Bacon? Coach, Coach Bay. I got to call you Coach, right? <laughs> you know what? I, I, only uh, people that don't know me call me coach, so uh, don't worry about it. But I'm doing great, man. Glad to be here. AZ, glad to be here, man. <laughs> no, so, man. Hey, I want to thank you guys for being. Like, like I said, man, you guys, uh, you guys are brothers from another, from other mothers, man. And you guys are, you know, 
we've been that's going on 20 years, uh, I think, uh, since I no longer I mean, than no, that. Man, like, longer. Yeah, no, yeah, for sure. But Jason, yeah, I mean, you went to school with my younger brothers, Bacon, you uh, I think you too. Um, <clears throat> you knew my brothers before we met when we played at Chafee. Um, and you know, so we're going on at least 20 years now, 22 years with Johnny. Um, when we first mentor, met, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're so <laughs> mature that that you know, the coaches put you in line so I can learn how to be an adult. That's um, right, still didn't going work. On, going on 22 years of mentorship, you know, I'm appreciative. I love you're it, man. Yeah, you're, you're welcome, mature. bro. <laughs> mature, like, co- mature. shout out to Coach Beach as he yeah, put it. Yes, Coach Beach M- put in the work. Mature. Yeah, man. So, you know, and I, we always tell that story, bro. I, you want to do the honor? I'll give you the honors. You want me to do it? Yeah, you, I, do, I'm it. Like, you do it. I didn't like you then, so I wouldn't want to tell the story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, we're in, in, this is 1998. We're at Chafee College. I'm in the gym. We're up in the weight room pumping iron. Johnny was sitting down, uh, as he usually did in the weight room. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, no, I, so I'm talking to Coach B, our coach, our head coach is Coach Beach, Carl Beach, shout out. And um, he introduces us, and Johnny's like, hey, you know, what's going on, man? What's up? And Coach Beach tells him, well, this is this is Andy. He's uh, this is He was in the Navy. He's mature, how you should be. <laughs> he, said, he did. I was just uh, like, who's this fucking pencil neck geek? Like, <laughs> Andy, Andy was like literally like straight out of the the Navy, right? Like, uh, you take, it was a year out. It was a year yeah, out. A year out. He was just like, "Yes, sir, no, ma'am," and you know, everybody that that got to play with me knew that. Like, I love to have fun, and you know, football is important, and you have to be you know serious at times. But you know, you you got to enjoy the process, and it, you know, that's the part that I wish I could have kept the whole time for my college career. Because there was parts I lost the love for the game, but when I was at Chafee, you know, I got to meet a lot of my friends that I call brothers now, and it's like you said, over twenty years. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, and I, you know what I just thought about, guys. We all come from uh, successful programs, right? And um, you know, Mark, Coach, Coach Bacon from Etiwanda High School, myself at Rancho Cucamonga, Johnny Corona Centennial, and, and Jason Altaloma, who uh, the only one who won a CIA championship. Oh gosh! You're two notches on my ring, bait. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got them twice. Yeah, they yeah. did. Oh, they did. They got us in the season and in the playoffs, second round, man. Yeah. Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, it hurts. It what? hurts. What was, the score? what was the playoff score? We lost by fourteen. Hey, they kept it close the second time. We did. So, we did. Uh, tell the rest of the story, Bacon. Who wasn't there? <laughs> who wasn't there? Basically, your whole team, and they still uh, beat us bad. <laughs> in the playoffs? Carlos Bocanegra. Bocanegra. You Bocanegra. guys all know who that is. Oh, that's a soccer dude, right? The soccer yeah. dude, yeah. The guy who just got actually put in the Hall of Fame for the U.S. Yeah. And yeah. he was our returner, our and corner, honestly, our receiver. Honestly, uh, they blew us out in the playoff game, but they're up ahead. We kind of like – I think we scored like twenty one straight to make it within like fourteen or something like that. Went for the like dogs go, dude. The dogs got called. Yeah, off. yeah, but yeah, they they whooped us. They whooped talking us. about the first one. Talk about the first one since we're the first one wasn't even close. That was the, I think the CIF like, record that got set. 
What happened? No. Yeah. What? Guy named Kyle Slusser getting four picks in eight minutes because AJ just wanted to keep throwing them to him. Did he really? Four picks in eight minutes. Just saying. Wow. I don't know if it's still wow. a record, but it was. Maybe, wow. wow. I thought we lost like, what, 40 something to 10 or something like that? <laughs> like Jason doesn't know the score. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 43-13. Yeah. If you'd asked me 10 years ago, I would have known right now. Uh, yeah. You know but, what? Uh, like, I will have to say, you know, I went to Centennial and Jason's Altaloma uh, Braves beat Centennial for the CIF. Um, that was like the most overlooked team. Like Centennial, they were talking about, you know, sizing that year? things. And, uh, yeah. yeah. They were talking you about beat sizing. Centennial in, in the CIF? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, they had, I didn't know two, that. They I had two it, or three dudes. I thought it was like a walkthrough game because you know they had the everybody talked about the dude that was going to UCLA, Kenya. Um, but yeah. they said you know they're Kenya. all little you know little skinny you know athletic dudes. You just they're going to run the ball down their throat. And uh, I was there at the game, and uh, I don't think I've ever told Jason this, but it was one of the most impressive teams. Like they really balled out, and they you know they balled. I don't know. What was that score? That I one I know. Yeah, I was Jason talking to uh, I was talking to a coach. They're talking about CIM winners and stuff. People don't want to say that '97 Altoona team was one of the best teams I've ever seen. If you think about the people that were on that team, it was like at least ten of them that was like all whatever. I mean, at yeah. least ten. So, I mean, that was crazy. They were yeah. balling and squad. You know, like everybody talked about the soccer team and. You know, they said, oh, they got soccer dudes playing. Those dudes were out yeah. there. Like, you know, Centennial. You, you, had, you met it with White Lightning, Mike yeah. Lightly, when he ran for us at Chafee. Yeah. Lightly. Centennial had five dudes that were going either Pac-12 or uh, Pac-10 back then. Really? Or, um, what was the score in that 12. game? What, they, what, they what was the score in that game, Jason? It was 26 nothing going into the last two minutes. How did we know oh, Jason wow. was going to bring that up? Oh, yeah. Well, he asked. I'm just answering. That's wow. incredible. the final score. No. We didn't. We didn't say the, we needed the final the score. Well, what bro. happened is our coach pulled they the whole the starting the, the deep. No, the whole starting defense was on the bench. Yeah, coach was like, "Great job, off. guys!" And then these cats got sixteen points in like thirty seconds. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Shanga, it was like Shanga bam, bam. Like two yeah. touchdowns. Yeah. They put him at receiver, but it was Shanga was on that team that you beat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was the two I remember were Shanga, obviously. And then uh, with a James Woody, was that his name, Johnny? So uh, he was the running back. Uh, no, Bart, Damian Barton Bart was the Damian Barton. Back. There you go. And then, that sounds uh, familiar. Shanka was a linebacker. And there was one other guy, big guy, uh, James something, I think. They had they had like six dudes go yeah. D1. And uh, three of them played in the, the Cal Shrine game, and they didn't do nothing. Wow. And so, it was funny, though, because I'm like, you know, Rancho ran the ball down their throat, and I'm like, they're gonna do the same thing: trap, trap, run game, run game. They try to stretch it. Kenyon was dominant. Like that wow, dude was throwing their O line. Like, nah, you can't do nothing there. So, wow. I, I know impressive. I love giving you guys crap, but uh, honestly, I we seriously talk football. My butt was lucky. I had never played football. That was my first year. Wow, and then who who's my teammate? Kenyon Coleman, Carlos <laughs> Bocanegra. Uh, e. Gerald Evero was a, a sophomore or a junior. Now he's what a coach of the Rams. You had Ige oh, Evero, that's right. yeah. You had Ige who can run straight faster than anybody I know. Yeah, uh, we we had guys all over that could. Brian Gladys. Brian Gladys was one of the best quarterbacks that was in the area. At Oana kid. Yeah, yeah. He left. <laughs> he who left. was it? 
And he Brian, went, I, played with us at Northridge, and he was too busy. Uh, he, he went to Northridge. He's actually there when we were there, you guys. I don't, oh, I don't know if I ever introduced you. Yeah. I didn't know that. So, wow, man. That's yeah, you know, bro. but they don't. So. And uh, coach, coached by uh, Tim Nelson, right? Yeah. And then Tommy Mitchell was our D coordinator. I, we had guys who, yeah, I didn't yeah. know at the time what I was walking into, but got lucky. And then that's why I guess I love giving Johnny such a bad time because Centennial, obviously, the powerhouse it is today. You know, yeah. the sun shines on the dog's ass every once right. in a while. Well, hey, right now, that program needs all kind of love because yeah, I think Altaloma's won like 20 games since, and that was 20 years ago. Wow. Yeah, I think times have changed, right? Now, if right. Altaloma played Centennial, um, yeah, it would be yeah, a whole no. different story. But yeah, right, whole second half, right? <laughs> that's the beauty about, about football, though. You know, um, having these conversations, you know, having these types of conversations, reminiscing, uh, remembering the scores, who did what, what, you know, who played how, and uh, that's what it's all about, man. And if those of you who've never played football, uh, football is a it's a very unique culture, man. It's a very unique, um, you know, it's a unique world. You know, uh, especially when in high school, man. I mean, high school football is is just almost second to none, man. I mean, we all played college ball, but uh, high school football. Would you guys say? Um, I mean, would as far as I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I, let's just you know, let's, let's ask the question. I mean, did you enjoy high school more than college? What do you think, Mark? Uh, I did. I did. I think. Uh... If I had to rank them, it would be probably, man, JC in high school, like, tied. Uh, it was it was a great experience. High school was fun because I, I love the, the fact that we played at Chafee College as a high school. I love the fact yeah. that the crowd was there. And even when we didn't play, like when Altoma played, we would go watch the game and wear our Letterman jackets and just sit, like, in a section and just, like, watch the game. You knew everybody. I don't know that Friday night lights. There's nothing that beats that. But JC was more of a, of a, uh, just of the family of just coming together to play day games. Like that was something new, you know, playing Saturday like at one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. Kind of thing. But high school was so much fun, and our teams wasn't even that good. I mean, my junior year was better than my senior year, but just having that recognition, having that playing, and like like you said, when we think back on it now. There were so many people that we played against that was just ballers back then that yeah. people don't even understand. Like, there's like you name some names, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that was fun, that was fun." But I think high school was a great experience. I think everybody should play high school football. To be honest, and one thing I learned being a coach is they say nobody goes uh, after their high school experience and say. I wish I never played football. They always say in high school, yeah. I, I should have played football. So that's the one thing I tell players all the time: like you won't regret it, no matter what. It, it won't. You won't regret it at all. So, one hundred percent, man. Absolutely, I can't agree with you more. I can't believe. It. What, do you, what about you, Johnny? I mean, you know. Well, I'm like Jason. Like I only played one year. I only played my really. Year. Yeah, I only oh, played shit, my senior year in high school. So, oh, I didn't know that. Damn, uh, I forgot about. That. Like. It was a learning process. Like at the beginning of the year, like I was like, okay, well, the only thing I knew was even you stepped right, odd you stepped left. Like the, the technique and, you know, all this stuff. I was just like, well, I stepped right and hit whoever's right there. And um, I had a great coach. Like luckily I had a really good coach. His, um, his name's Coach Khalil. His uh, sons played um, 
one place one played for the Panthers and one played for the the Vikings in in the NFL. And he played in the NFL. He was at the USFL, and then he went to the NFL afterwards. But um, I, like I owe a lot to him. You know, he made the experience great because you know I was lost. Like, what you know, made I you never... play? What made you play? You know, they, I had gotten. We I grew up in Orange County, and then my freshman year after basketball, my mom and dad moved us to Corona because of the gang violence. So you know, the first you know semester out there, I was like, you know. Everybody in Corona grew up with whoever went to Corona High School or Centennial High School. They knew each other from kindergarten. So, like, for me, I just talked to my brother and, like, tried to make friends. And it was just – it was an awkward experience because I left everything I knew to learn something brand new. And then um, I just didn't like the coach. Like, the coach kept talking to me. Um, but I'm like – I just kept hearing things. And I was like, no, I'm good. Like, I don't want to play. And then um, my junior year – the second semester of my junior year, he um, ended up going down to San Diego. And um, Coach Geringer, who I love him for life, um, he was the one of the um, security guards at um, Centennial. And he just stayed in my ear. And he just told me, like, he's like, you're good. Like you said, Bake, you're not going to you're not going to regret it. All you can do is try. And, um, you know, he stuck with me. And, you know, there's a lot of times I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this. And uh, you know, fortunately, he he convinced me to play. <laughs> That's a dude. I, I thought you played two years two years in, in high school. No, just that Centennial. Yeah, man. Damn, that is crazy, bro. Yeah, that's crazy, man. And uh, and Jason, man, I, I you know like 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 Johnny said, a similar story. We all know it's a similar story. You played one year. Um, so what what was uh, what was the the thing that convinced you to go play, bro? And, and why did you play? Prior to that senior year in high school? Uh, for me, well, you know, my family background, so football really wasn't an option, but I kept nagging at my dad and finally senior year said go. And then obviously at Altaloma back then, as you were talking about, Bake, we were a smaller community then. The fact that Etiwanda, Rancho, Altaloma were all in the same field as a college, there was four people playing on that field. That field, as you know, <laughs> was mud by the end of the year. It was so. Yeah. Yeah, you had that whole small community feel to it. But then my PE teacher was a guy named Arkeo at the time. Kept bugging me. He's like, why are you even out here? Now we're not PE. Which he's right. So finally, my dad gave in. And then I got lucky. And you guys all know Coach Martin had him as my coach. And I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Like Johnny, it was step left, step right. Okay, A gap, B gap. But yeah, you go watch first three, four games. I didn't know how to hit. So, <laughs> Running around trying to slam people like WWF or WWE. Sorry. <laughs> then finally, it all kind of kicked in. But I don't know. You guys talk the difference. High school, I think I'm picking JUCO. I enjoyed high school in that one year, and still a ton of people there. That yeah, that was probably a great experience. That championship there. I'm one of the championships was nothing like that. Yeah. But look at look at the brotherhood. Here we are, 22 years later. We're sitting here having this conversation. We got, I got one of our old teammates texting me talking trash because he's laughing, and I'm sitting there talking trash to you guys because they still like we're in the locker room. <laughs> Who's that? It was, it was Ed. Yeah, I mean, we, we can come oh, together. Ed? It was like it's 1998, 99 again. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right, right. It never I mean, hell, you right. guys were in a wedding that should never have been for me. Twenty years ago, we could leave that out. Of the comments. My, my point being is, look at us here. Here we still are. Here we still yeah. are. I, I agree with Jason. Like um, uh, the greatest experience was JUCO for me. The good, the um, good, the bad, the ugly. We're all here. 
Yeah, I, I loved every minute of it. I mean, I still have friends from Centennial, and you know that's a brotherhood. But um, yeah, Chafee was it will ever will always have like an everlasting effect on me. Um, from the lessons I learned, the adversity, and the brothers I made, like you know, there there's nothing like it. And you know, we had a great experience, and we won a championship, and we had fun. And us four, you know, we're lucky we got to play, um, you know, together. And, and you know have that enjoyment and have that fulfillment through college as brothers no doubt man no doubt yeah it's uh for me i think uh you know high school I, each level is just different man it, it, each level for me was just uh amazing you know i, I don't know if i can narrow it down but I, I, high school was just man i, I don't know it was, it was, you know you're under the lights it's you know all your friends are in the stands. Your your family's in the stands. Uh, you're playing for your school, your community. You're playing for yourself, your team. Um, not that you're not doing any of that in you know at the, at the higher levels, but um, at that you know at that point is that's all you know. You know, yeah. that's all you know at high school. In high school, you're going through. You know, you hear about it growing up as a kid. You see it. You know, you, you have older cousins, older brothers playing, or or what have you. Uh, and then you, you can't wait until, until it's your turn to get up in there and, and play under the lights and all that. And, you know, and you play freshman ball, you play JV, if, you know, or whatever. And then uh, you finally get to varsity, you get under the lights, man. And it's just a big deal, you know. But, uh, no, you know, I, I was blessed to play, you know, off, you know, those three levels with you guys. Uh, and I had, so you know, each experience was just, I mean, a blessing, man, amazing amazing but football wise yeah I, I mean i i don't know high school was just something special man you know yeah, but you and, and my, 10 years before us go ahead go ahead you played high school 10 years before so you said three levels together. <laughs> this guy you graduated uh, you graduated in 97 i graduated in 94. Wow. <laughs> gosh you're so much young you freaking little spring chicken you <laughs> That's All these guys, man. Wait, who's the youngest here? I, I, I think Bacon, right? Bacon. No, you're be... Oh yeah, Bacon. When's your birthday? We're close. April. August. Oh, jeez. You're 79, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got you by four months. Yeah. Don't worry, I look the oldest. So we're well, second. I was oldest. gonna say you definitely look the oldest. <laughs> yeah, Andy got me. Oh, oh shit. Wait, I, don't know she is. I don't. That's a tough. You guys are like at the top of the screens, and I'm trying to compare. And hey, take the hat off. Take the hat off real quick. That's uh, why I grow the tiebreaker. Uh, uh, I want to talk about the. We're here to talk hat. I'm talking about the, uh, the other one. We're here to talk football. Not my my boyish looks, bro. Come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, uh, no, but you know, if just to give people some background, man, we all come from, uh, um, you know, the Inland Empire in San, in San Bernardino, Riverside County, uh, which is uh, about 40 miles east of uh, downtown L.A. And uh, we played with some, like, I think, Martin, you said it earlier, man. Um, you know, we played with some exceptional, amazing talent. And to this day, I mean, the Inland Empire is a hotbed for football and athletes in, in general. Um, Coach Bacon, man. Um, what's it like now, though, bro? For you, and now you're head coach now. You're a head football coach. Well, what's you. that experience like? What's that? I said thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, of course. What's bro. it like? What's it like? Uh, I don't know, man. It's 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 an experience. I will say this: I never thought that I'll be a head coach ever. 
I always thought that I would just be a regular assistant coach. I was the guy that when the problem came, I'd be like, yeah, the head coach is right there. I don't, I don't, the head coach is right there. But <laughs> now it's like, it's, it's fun and challenging at the same time because it really is your vision, your, like, it's you. It's an implementation of you. So you can't mess it up. And when it, you know, when the chips fall, it's, it's your fault. So you got to make sure that you do what you want to do and not listen to other people. But nowadays, I think the kids, you know, you, you try to compare or you don't try to compare, but I compare when I play to the kids now, I think that the school spirit is not there. Like, I'm sure when we were in high school, we were repping our high school. Like, it was the greatest high school in, like, the USA kind of thing. Like, veteran yeah. jackets, like, everything you can imagine. But now it doesn't seem that way. You know, it doesn't seem like they have all these outside factors, you know, that they uh, partake in. But you just don't see it that way. And I think that's one of the things that uh, kind of – it kind of sucks because I think the kids are missing out. You know, the, the fans doesn't seem to be the same, you know, kind of thing. It just – it doesn't have that feel sometimes unless you're, like, in a big program like Corona Centennial. You know, maybe yeah. maybe it's like that. But, you know, I don't know. It's just It just doesn't have that home community that I think – even, like, like Jason said, like, our – when we played, it was a small community. So even when Altoona played, we would go watch the game because it was just, like, you either had friends there and you just wanted to either see them play or talk shit, but yeah. – you would be there. Like everybody in the city would be there. We will watch each other play. Now it's like, who cares? You know, like, Oh, there's a game. Oh, I might go, you know, I don't know. But I think the kids are not getting, I think that's the one thing that they're missing with, with when we played though. But I don't know. It's fun. I think, you know, it's Jen. I think the generation, I think has something a lot, you know, a lot to do with that. You know, Uh, it's just a different world, different generation. you mentioned the outside factors, a lot of stuff, you know, factoring in now. Um, yeah, man, because that, that small community, you know, that point, man, that's a good, great point because I, yeah, you always had, and you, 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 myself, and Jason, we grew up in the same town, but yeah, you know, we went, we represent each one of the high schools. And like you said, yeah, you always knew someone uh, at Etiwanda or, or Alto Loma Rancho, and, I, you know, everybody knew someone from the opposite schools. Yeah. Um, and but yeah man um, it, um no so that, that's a great point that you made though but i think um down in corona johnny um you know that's a corona's a big town big football town down there man yeah yeah, yeah it was i i i'm gonna have to you know chime in about what bacon yeah. said i think one of the things that's kind of diluted the, the high school is it's the kids don't live where the kids play and I think that is a big factor, you know, the, the transfers and, you know, the movement. I think that has diluted some of the football because it's like, you know, this kid grew up in Santa Ana but is playing in Upland. Or this kid <laughs> from Upland is playing at modern day, you know. And, and you know, it, it's a sad part for high school now because a lot of it has to do with recruiting and transfers and, yeah. you know, who can offer what and, you know, it, and, you know, it, it's just like college, you know, you're recruiting. Winning is going to bring the biggest recruits and it's going to bring them the attention. But I think that's what is diluting the, the not, I wouldn't say the talent pool, but the community support, the 
the interest from the kids at school because you're like, who do I cheer for? You're like that dude just started class like two weeks ago. I don't even know who he <laughs> yeah. is. Who's that kid? You know, um, but he shows up for football games. So, you know, I have to know him. So to me, I think that's one of the things because I know growing up for us, you know, Corona was small. You know, I think Centennial opened up in 92. Yeah. yeah you know, so. He was young. So back then it was really just Corona High School versus Norco. And it was, oh. you know, they, they banged for the best of them. And those teams were stacked. They had dudes that went to the league. You know, Norco's known for their linemen. They put, like, 22 linemen in D1 when I was in high school. And Corona had, Jeez. you know, some studs. And then Centennial opened. And, um, <laughs> you know, it was it was a rivalry because all those dudes knew each other growing up. You know, they played Pop Warner together. They yeah. went to – you know, elementary school together, junior high. And then when it came to high school time, you know, they split up, you know, a big talent pool between three high schools. So those teams were stacked. And it was, you know, I I still go to like one or two Centennial games every year. And, you know, they're a big production. You know, they're, you know, Logan's put them on the map and he's done a great job. He's won 10 championships. And, you know, but, you know, it's sad to say is they have recruited too because, I mean, not that those kids live in Corona. So I think that's that's one of the things for me that's hard to deal with high school right now. It's just like, like that kid didn't grow up in Corona. Like you 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 put on the the flag for Centennial, and it's you know it, it's a it's an honor, but you know it should be the kids from Corona that are, that are repping, and you know that's the hard part. I think building off of what both of you said, uh, I, you both made some points, and Johnny, you started the head where I want to go. The thing that kills high school for me anymore is this. It's not just about playing in high school and the parents, they're part of the issue too, especially with all this recruiting and moving around. Everybody's going to get a scholarship. Not everybody gets a scholarship. Yeah. Everybody's stuck on this idea. My kid is D1. My kid's going to NFL. You guys, we all know. What is that? 2% of all high school athletes make it to college. 1% of all college athletes make it to the NFL. You make it to college. You've made a great opportunity for yourself, whether you're a walk-on, whether you're a scholarship athlete the fact that you're there everybody now they think the world owes them something and it kills me and especially all these startup teams now it's, it's like uh the travel football like travel basketball football yeah. is not like basketball yeah. or baseball football is like you said a production on top of good bad or indifferent you have 50 60 people you've got coaches there's so much into it you, you can't do what people are trying to do yeah that's true yeah, yeah no that's right Yes, you're right. I think, uh, like what you said, I think not everybody's going to get a scholarship. Well, granted, I, I, you know, nowadays you go to a certain school, you might have your chances might get higher, you know, kind of thing because you're at a certain school. But if, if you think about when we played, there's like one person on each team that you would thought that would get a scholarship out of high school. Kenyon Comey, Deontay Whitaker. You know, I think Shin Black for Etiwanda or, you know, it was like you just picked like one or two for me school. And I was like, OK, it was OK. Like you knew that you would play. You might have to go JC route or maybe get a, a chance. But you're not one of those, you know, two or three guys that was at that at your school. And that was OK. Nobody was like, well, let me go to this school to try to do that. It was like, no, I, I like the school that I'm at, you know, kind of thing. So I think that changed the perception of a lot of kids. Absolutely. Oh, no, no, man. Yeah, you, you know, I, seeing that uh, process as, as a father of a player, you know, the last four years, uh, and, you know, just seeing the landscape, uh, I mean, yeah, that, that, that type of stuff back when we were playing, man, I mean, it was almost non-existent. I mean, yeah, you, you played, 
where you live. You know, you went to the school where you live, man, bottom line, and you represented your community and you represented your school and your, your family. And um, yeah, that that's huge, Johnny. That, that That's a huge point that you brought up, man. That, that's uh, that changed. That's changed so much, man. And it's, it's unfortunate. You know, it's almost like it's like almost like, like a college. I mean, shit, it's like a business now, man, in high school, you know. And it's, Even 10 years ago when Bake and I were both coaching. I'm not coaching anymore, but Bake, you remember when I was coaching, we played a championship game against a team that was all a backfield of kids not from that city. Upland's whole backfield was Colony, Charter Oak. I don't even remember. It was everywhere but Upland, and Upland is probably one of the smaller communities around here. Very true. And that was 2009. And it's yeah, only got yeah. yeah, you're right. They were doing, so they were doing it. They kind of... Uh, they were ahead of the game there, huh? Yeah, I was going to say, they're the pioneers. I don't and know then, if they're the pioneers. I hate to admit it, it might be out Tulama, but no. they definitely don't want to figure it out. Yeah, there was, a, there was a guy in 99, a running back that came from Bonita, if you remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. But I think yeah. that it started when Osos got built. I don't know if you remember that article in the paper where, like, eight All kids. the Rancho kids. Yeah, transferred, oh, yeah. like, eight or some kids that transferred yeah. Osos. Kind of thing. Yeah. And that was like the huge, but I would have never guessed in high school to play at Altaloma. Like, I would have never thought, like, oh, is there a chance that I can transfer over there and play? You didn't like, think about it. Be, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Not at all. Not at Man, all. my best friends with Tarantula, I was like, later. Yeah. I'm like, not me. <laughs> wow, man. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, Martin, so as a head coach, bro, and based on all your experience, you know, as a player, as a coach, and now you're, you know, obviously you got your own program. Uh, what are some of the values, some of the things that you want to instill in your players? What are some of the things that you want to see from your players? I mean, in, in this new generation, you know, um, compare or yeah, in this new generation, what, what are some of the things that you see now or that you want to see? Um, I think my culture philosophy uh, comes from Chafee to Northridge kind of thing. And I look at it as like Hadaway, my mentor, Coach Hadaway, the head coach of Chafee. Shout out to him. Like I owe that man yeah. a lot in the sense of just being a good person on playing football, how to study the game, how to prepare, how to help be accountable, you know, kind of thing. And, and he instilled in me the stuff that, you know, he would teach you the, the tools of football like you were at the next level. So – one thing that I try to do to my kids is what they learn about just football itself, they're going to learn like they're at the next level. So if they ever do get there, they can already be ahead of the game. Okay. So that's the one philosophy that I'm like, you're going to get college level coaching from me because I think that's where, uh, you know, it should be, you know, I don't want to, I want to give you the best tools possible. But with that, I think, it's, it goes beyond football. Like, I try to tell them that football makes you – it just turns you into a person that, uh, you know, like the accountability, the, accountability the, the team, the family. Like, it's so many good qualities of you playing a team sport. Any sport. I don't want to say football, but any sport. Like, playing a team yeah. sport, it gets you that. And I think one thing I try to instill is accountability, you know, with grades. Have them understand that no matter what – you have to have good grades to play any sport. So it's not just a coach baking rule. It's that's what the rule is since, you know, the sport has been invented. 
So you can't change that. So yeah, it's life. So, you know, and then it's, why do you miss practice? Do you think that you can do that when you have a job or not, you know, uh, calling in saying this happened or that happened, just not showing up or doing whatever you want to do? You know, it's just something that kids these days just don't understand that they're not grown. They're not grown. You have to follow rules and you have to do this to to get where you want to get to. And it, and it's it might suck, but that's just the way it is, you know, so. If you can handle this, if you can take care of your business, I try to instill them that good things always happen to you. Like if you do what you got to do, weight room, classroom on the field, the good things are going to happen to you. Success is going to come. Don't worry, you know, kind of thing. So I just try to tell them it goes beyond football. You know, like football is there to help you, but this is something that you're going to take with you for the rest of your life, as we all know. Like all the stuff that I coach, Coach Hadaway has told me, I have uh, taken that when I was working as, as a um, in a group home or as I was an instructional aide. Like I took that with me on what he was saying. Like, and it just sticks with you. So um, I just try to let them know it goes beyond football, man. It really does. And the kids don't understand that until you until you get out of high school. And I get everybody gets those kids that are like, man, I wish I'd have did this or I wish I would have listened to you. You know, we even said it. I, I'm not gonna lie, we even said it, but. <laughs> I try to tell him, like, I'm trying to give you this knowledge because I didn't listen. The coach tried to tell me, and it's just going to pass down year after year after year. You know, please listen to me. When the last game of the seniors last year, I told him, you guys didn't listen, but I'm telling the juniors now, you're going to be in the seniors' place, and you're going to be the same way because you're going to go. It's just an ongoing cycle, ongoing yeah. cycle. Like, they just don't understand that. But uh, hopefully yep. they get it. Hopefully you reach – you know, the group of kids that understand and be like, yeah, you know, and then I think another thing being a head coach or just being a coach, I like the relationships after, uh, after, uh, football, after high school, like when I get text message, Hey, I got that job or, you know, I'm getting married or this and that where I can keep that relationship and then say like, I appreciate you being on me and yelling at me, you know, kind of thing. Like I miss being out there. You know, those are the texts that you love getting from players, you know? So, I miss that. Definitely, man. You build, you develop those bonds and and all that good stuff, man. Yeah, one hundred percent, Martin. One hundred percent. You know, and, and uh, if how long have you been coaching now, Coach? Uh, I am. I think it's sixteen since it's oh, oh, wow. two or oh, three. So where are we at twenty? So oh, wow. three. So I'm going on seventeen. I'm going on seventeen. So I think it's since oh, three. Right after uh, Northridge, right after Northridge. Yeah, I remember you. You started right away. I think Jason, when you started, you started coaching. I coached oh four, oh four. Yeah, I started May on four that spring, uh-huh. but I didn't keep going like this guy. I stopped in two thousand eleven. I think was my last year. Then that's how I went yeah. and worked on a. Yeah, I went and worked on my masters. Oh, yeah. that's a long time. Got that masters done and went admin route for a while. But yeah, another story. <laughs> Another night. <laughs> yeah. And, and Johnny, man, I, I want to know, you never got into the coaching ranks, as, at least in high school, right? Um, yeah. You might have done some stuff in Pop Warner or maybe at the youth levels. Uh, I, I've always wondered, how come you never got into coaching, bro? Um, you know what? It, I would have been the, the biggest jerk. Like, <laughs> you, know, uh, I, you know, as you guys remember, like I, I, I love to gab. 
and you know check check to see how everybody's doing on the football field and uh, you know i think you know one of the best and worst qualities about myself is uh, i'm brutally honest and i don't think it would go over well with parents or you know children that are developing and i had to tell somebody like your son is trash so he's one of those 10 play kids yeah. hey, even when you're nice they still tell you that so it doesn't matter well yeah yeah i know that but you know, it just, you know, from like now my nephews are one starting high school and, and one's uh, in eighth grade. And, um, you know, for me, it just, it was always like, you know, I've never wanted to push them to do anything they didn't want to do. You know, I agree with Bake that sports gives you and, and gives you so much for your, your life. You know, it gives you the ability to understand brotherhood. It gives you the ability to understand work ethic. It, it gives you ability to work hard and to honestly understand what you're willing to give for the man next to you. Um, you know, those are lifetime things that you can take and apply to your career, your families, you know, to everything. So just like, you know, it's, it's something that, you know, you don't think about it until you don't have it. And then it haunts you. Like, you know, I should have done this, this, and this, like, you know, for me, the biggest thing is like, I should have been in the weight room. You know, but like I tell Andy and Jason, like you could build a football player, but a star is born. <laughs> I just got it, you know. Oh, but shit. yeah, imagine them feet with a little bit more weight room, though. You like know? you said, it haunts no, you. No, I agree. I, there's you know, things that haunt me too. I understand what you're saying. Yeah, it is, yeah. and it's because you don't have it no more. You know, you don't. You know, I tell my my um, my nephews, like I would trade you everything I own, everything, <laughs> every penny in my bank account, every possession I have to get a chance to be a freshman on the high school campus, to have fun, to enjoy, but most of all, to play football. Yeah, yeah. That, the, you know, that I was gonna ask you guys, you know, cause I know Jason only played one year, but Bake and um, Andy, did you guys play all four years? Yeah. I did. And I, I played one one year at Pop Warner and then in four years of high school, bro. So, you know, um, man, and the same, my, my my son as well with Renee, um, watching him go through the process and learn those values too, Johnny, and learn you know learn the fo- whole, you know learn that football, that camaraderie, that the, the etiquette, uh, the culture, uh, everything about football, right? Which I really you know I was just watching him go through, bro, and it was just it was amazing to watch, bro, because I knew exactly what he was going through, you know, game day, you know, the jitters uh you know game night and then just walking through the tunnel we're getting ready to take the field that all those ex- all those little all those nuances all those experiences bro um and like i said i always tell man everybody you know if you've never played football man that you just don't understand it. you just don't get it you know it's just one of those unique things uh, um coach bacon i know did you i know you played some pop warner as well yeah I, i've been around football since like I don't know, six, four years old, or whatever. Uh, I the funny thing is, when I was going to Atlanta, I wasn't gonna play football. I was like, I'm burned out. I'm not gonna play. And I remember uh, Mike Patante and uh, another player was telling me that he was calling my name doing roll for the like freshman summer. And I'm like, I'm not going. I'm not going. And my mom was like, All right, sure, sure. And then I remember watching watching football, and I was like. Yeah, I do want to play. And then I just like showed up and just played all four years, uh, you know, kind of thing. But 
I tell people all the time because people think that, oh, you have to play to get a scholarship. No, because everybody has a different story. You know, like I, I tell my players all the time that what the kid the kid next to you might be playing for that scholarship because he has nothing else and he, he needs that. But then you have the kid next to you that just needs football to get away from his from the you know his house or his other problems. And you have one kid that just plays because he just likes the game. But the whole yeah. thing where it comes together is though, like Johnny said, you're playing for that kid's dreams. Like I'm not gonna mess up because the kid next to me needs this. So wow. he's depending on me to do what I gotta do. If I'm gonna be here, I gotta be here to help him out, not just myself. So I stress that all the time, Johnny. Like it's not about you; it's about the guy next to you, man. He he might need this. This is something that he needs. So you gotta put in a hundred percent for that, you know, kind of thing. So I yeah. agree. Yeah, for sure. Like, and, I agree. and it it's just that doesn't apply to just sports. Like, you know, when you're when you're in a, a career and you have a job, you know, there's going to be a situation that comes up where you have to be a team player and you yeah. have to step your game up and you have to do something that you know isn't your responsibility, but it's going to pay off for you in the end. And and those yeah. are things that you know sports teaches you. And you know, football for me was you know was everything. Like, I'm jealous to hear Bake you played eight years. Like I played four. I, I blew up my knee my freshman year at, at Chafee, so I didn't really play that year. But I got to play four, you know. And uh, hearing you guys say that, you know, you got to play eight. Like that, no, I played more than that. I played. You played. Wow. I think I started like at six. I want to say I started at six, and I only didn't play. I've been so me and my wife was talking about this that you brought it up. I've played since six years old, and I haven't coached only one year. So I haven't been around football before that. And then after after I started playing, even after I'm done, I was not around football just one year. So I, oh, all the way up, like I've been just around football, either coaching or playing. And she's yeah. like, makes fun of me because she's like, it, it's you. Like there's no way of you not, <laughs> you're, gonna be, you're gonna be 68 and coaching just to coach. <laughs> That's what she says. It's the, it's the greatest game. Like it's it really, really is. the greatest really game. You, you know, you get to literally take out all your anger, take all anything pent up, you know, anything out, and literally get to beat up the guy that stands in front of you and not <laughs> get arrested, <laughs> not, not get shot by a police officer or anything like that. And you literally have the opportunity to do it down in and down out. And, you know, it's it's fun. You know, I, I, I always tell my nephews, like, you know, your uncle talked the most trash. I don't think I, I could go like a play without, you know, saying something. But I also, you know, picked him up <laughs> that next, that play. Like, you know, I would knock him down and I would tell him, like, I'm going to be here all day. So, you know, just get up because it's not going to be any better. And, uh, you know, it just, it, it, it's such an adrenaline rush. It's such a, you know, heartfelt feeling that you literally dominated a man physically in front of you for one game. And I, you know, I still remember my best games and, you know, that well, I'll never forget those. You know, I remember hitting guys and just hearing them say, oh, and, uh, and uh, I would tell them, like, you know, we'll be here all day. So, you know, might as well have fun with it. I think you still remember practice, not even just games. Yeah. I remember when I ear hold you. I'll never forget that. <laughs> From all those weights you were lifting, huh? You know, like I said, you can build the football player, but you know, That's stars are born. You know what I'm saying? You did? Uh, you did? Yeah. See, still talking. 
Said he I'm, did talk. I'm, still I'm, talk. I'm, I'm with it. But that, but that's football. That's football. absolutely. That's, that's absolutely. football. You hit them in the mouth. Either they hit you harder, or you hit them. Yeah. And you, you know, as a teammate, you pick them up, and, the, and you tell them to be part of it. Yeah, you you're know? right. And it's not about taking cheap shots. It's not doing anything. It's, no. you know, it's mano y mano. Get up or get down. Exactly. But that's what it is. Everything you guys just said from. The life lessons. I, I was teaching class today, telling kids, "What are you gonna do one day when you don't want to work, but you got a mouth to feed at home?" It's <laughs> same thing with football. You're talking about picking up your teammate. The life lessons you go with, and I even brought up jokingly with you guys about a day you guys were at, but we're always gonna be there for each other because we built this brotherhood. It, man, Andy jokes about the whole brother from another mother. Look at us still, twenty something <laughs> years later, yeah. and Mister uh, Quiet over there because I know he's the host, but. He coached. He went out there and did the same thing. He could probably yeah. still play his favorite Juco game because I'm sure we picked the same one right now and not even talk to each other about it. <laughs> so we all have those moments we remember. And these yeah. mythical three and a half tackles for loss. Is that the one? <laughs> Mark Park? <laughs> I don't think he's going to say that's his favorite. What, um, what's yours, Andy? My favorite game? Your favorite football memory. Oh, my gosh, dude. I mean – um uh, that's that's a that's, damn i i mean i love winning a championship in high school a league championship um that was a great team memory individually i think um you know i had I had some really good games in, 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 at chafee in junior college and uh particularly one the first that we played more park my my sophomore year i mean after the year after you left that was i mean that that first game was just like in you know, I was in, you just, I was in the zone, man. I was in the zone. You know, when you just get into that zone and you're just like floating on air mm-hmm. and everything, you see everything clear as day on the field, just laser focused. Um, that's another thing, you know, it, it, playing on that, on that field and, and getting into that mode, getting your mind into that mode and, and in the heat of the battle and the heat of the game and, that's football, man. You know, I, I played basketball, you know, I, I competed in baseball growing up. I played for many years and you know, it's a different experience. It's just a, it's just a unique world, man, being on that field, you know, cause I, I didn't experience that as a baseball player or, or as a basketball player or any other sport, man, you know, for that matter or whatever. Uh, Football is the only place in the world where I experienced those emotions, those, thoughts uh where i went my where i, I took my mind to places I, I still haven't ever reached again you know um so but yeah that that one game in more park man and you know I, I was defensive player of the week and uh had uh you know i had really good statistics i got an article in the paper blah 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 uh but yeah i have to say that's one of like probably that's that's up there man that's up there you know i can dig it you know? I've seen the article. I mean, how are we going to forget the text you sent us? Yeah. Oh, man. You know, I, you know, another great memory is uh, when we played Southwestern, man. Uh, and uh, that was, I mean, that they were a juggernaut, offensive juggernaut. Going into that game, they had, they were, you know, averaging 250 yards on the ground, right, Jay? I think. I think it's Martin? something like that. Two something. Our, 
And we came in, I think we shut them down, 80, 88 total yards, total yards, or 89 total yards, yeah. Martin. Yeah, but that, but that goes back to the whole brotherhood thing. So, like, you're talking favorite football memory. To me, that's probably my favorite because that whole season, we start the season, I missed the first three with a broken foot. That's the game we finally were all together, and we were playing for our life because we had lost those three games. Yeah. I'm finally back. This guy's playing how he had been playing. Bakes doing what he does in the back. We couldn't be stopped till the next game when this guy tears his ACL. I mean, the rest of the season, I felt like we were playing for you, not for us. I don't know about you, Bake, but I mean, watching yeah. that guy on the sideline killed me. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I, mean, I, I tore the meniscus, by the way. It wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, a miraculous recovery? He, he got the, he, no. Andy got that old school. You rub, you know, you old. You just rub dirt on it. <laughs> Take some tussin, some tussin. Right. Right. But you know, let me say this. Let me say this about Jason, man. Um, that particular year, I, I sustained that injury. And uh, let me say this. This guy, Jason, man, I'll never fucking forget it. And I love him for it. He took care of me, man. That when I we guy took me to the hospital. He got me dinner that night. Uh, he was he was there, man. He, he didn't he he came to my house, um, and I, I still I don't forget that, bro. And I you know that's the that's the type of stuff that you know I mean what kind of a friend does that you know that, that was just uh, that was a great great uh, show of um, you know friendship right there, man. I'll never forget that, Jay. And I thank you, bro. I you know I don't forget that, bro. And I, I think I've told you that maybe I think in your well maybe I don't shouldn't bring that up, but. I was going to say a certain speech. I, I, that I goes back to my point. Good, bad, and different. We're still there for each other. That ain't going to change. <laughs> Sorry, hey, this, but the story I got about you at your wedding was pretty good. And it wasn't for many or uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. That's yeah, a, it, was, it was a table story. Table story. Mm -hmm. My wedding? Yeah, Classic. your wedding. Yeah. Oh, shit. But the, the Navy, Navy story. Days. Navy oh, days. It was funny because I never heard of it. Neither I mean, one of us had. We're sitting there like, what? He was in the hospital for what? Yeah. He got it where? Yeah. I can dig it. Yeah. It yeah. You know, he went, he was in the military when it was the don't, don't tell, don't ask, or don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> I, could, I could dig it. <laughs> don't, 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 Hey. That's why I was up real quick. I was in the Persian Gulf, man. You guys were still. You know, picking your nose and back to my point. You played football back in ten years before us. You I really wasn't. Uh, I, I was. I mean, we all. Hey, I'm 94. Your class of 90. Johnny's 96. 96. You guys Persian, are 97, man. Persian Gulf. You were hanging on a ship, dude. 94. It was kind of chill time, but the warm part was over. They didn't come well, back to like 98, 99. No. Nah, 97. I got out 97. No, but I'm uh, saying like the war kicked back up. All the other stuff started like 99, 2000. No. Oh shoot! I yeah. I don't know, man. I, as soon as I was done, I was. <laughs> you didn't care. I was I was done, bro. I did no. I I think you're right, Jay. I, I think you're over there, um, something like that, bro. But but yeah, man. I mean, the, the stories, bro. The in the camaraderie, the the brotherhood. I mean, the friendships that you do, you, you develop. Um, it's just. It's it's second to none, bro. It's, it's like no other, you know. Being your fo I'm talking about football teammates, you know, and, and those relationships you, you create and you build. I mean, yeah, here we are again, you know, 22 years later, man, and just picking up where you know where we leave off every every time.
every time. And then we funny part, we're barely talking football. What's that? I said we're barely talking football. It's more of what it takes to do it and what you get out of it. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. But you know, it's, I think it's it's part of the culture, man. It's part of yeah. uh, you know. But I, it, and I, you know, yeah, I, I coached as well, like you mentioned, Jay. And coaching's a whole different, yeah, it's a whole different ball of wax, man. It's a whole. Uh, I love coaching, you know, getting on that field again and, 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 you know, building guys up, man, building players up, building the youngsters, you know, for, I don't know, for you, I don't know, but Martin coach, uh, you know, sometimes it was, for me, it was frustrating because to, to coach and I'm sure you guys experienced some of it. What what I'm about to say is, you know, cause I, we come from, you know, a certain generation or the nineties, whatever. And, it was, it was sometimes it was hard for me to, to instill those same, you know, to get the players to think the way I thought or to, to, you know, it, it was just, it was frustrating sometimes, man. It's like, you got to appreciate, you know, again, I think it's just that generational gap, man. You know, it's just a new, new world. And, you know, cause we, we, yeah, we had to earn everything. There was no, none of this instant gratification crap. Everybody didn't get know. trophies. Social media, yeah, true, yeah. We didn't get you know moral victories. Yeah, everyone gets a trophy, like you said. You know, it was we were competing, man. You know, I was gonna ask Bake, like, how how do you combat the entitlement attitude and and, you Mm -hmm. know having to to get children and and break that you know you owed me because I showed up. Um, Like Gabby (laughs) said, like for us. You know, I don't think anything was granted to any of us, you know, going, uh, especially when we got to Chafee, you know, there was players in front of us that, you know, were good <laughs> ball players yeah. that, you know, we weren't, we weren't given any slack. And it was, you know, go strap your pads on, bang whoever's in front of you and be the better man. But, you know, I see it because I, I you know, my nephews played, um, you know, Pop Warner or Junior All-American or whatever it is. And, you know, these kids show up and, you know, I'm, I'm him and I deserve to carry the ball 20 times or I should get, you know, 20 passes and everybody's the quarterback because everybody <laughs> thinks they're Joe Montana or Tom Brady. How do you how do you overcome that? Um, what we do is I try to instill, you know, that whole that old saying, no sacred cows, you know, kind of thing. So that's the one thing I tell them. I think it comes with. You have to understand that you're not the the tell-all, be-all of this team. You have to let it make it known that you the team is a team. So whether Coach Bacon's here or not, that Montclair is going to move on or is going to you know have to be successful. So it's all about the team. If you're not here, the team's going to keep moving forward, you know, kind of thing. So what I try to do is I try to tell them, like, hey, if you don't want to be here, if you don't want to do the standard, because it's not like rules now. Now it's standard. I think like uh, not Tony Dungy, but uh, Herm Edwards said like it's standards now. If you're not meeting the standards, then you can't be part of this team. And if you can't be part of this team, then you need to go somewhere else. And, you know, he says there's no lock around the field. Like there's no door. It, you can leave when you choose kind of thing. So I tell him that. I, I, I make it known like how bad do you want to play football? You know, and it's one of those where coaches, I don't know how coaches do it, like, at the schools, but I will play with 30 varsity guys. Like, some coaches won't, but you can't sacrifice the culture 
of letting that kid just do whatever he wants and then um, think you're going to have a successful program. And that's one of the things that I learned last year because I faltered in that. I started off being good and then I kind of just lagged. You know, the losses came and kids were doing this. And I'm like, ah, sure, don't show up or whatever, you know, kind of thing. So I kind of, I, I blame myself of losing seven straight, you know, last year of just just not holding people accountable. So I made a mission this year. It's like, okay, you're going to be a different coach and everybody's going to be on your level no matter what. You got to keep telling yourself so you can stay up there. So I think our culture has changed. It changed dramatically. And I think kids understand that, that it's not playing around. And it's – I had a coach from Montclair go coach at Centennial. Um, he went there and he was like a, a guy in the booth that just helped out. And he would tell me Centennial would – sit you a game if you went to a funeral. Like, if you had a funeral to go to, they'll sit you. Like, no questions asked. You'll, you're done. You miss one practice, you're done. If you're late, it's like you miss yeah. a half. So, like, that's the kind of thing where I'm like, oh, I don't have a, a you know, a third-string four-star like they do, but <laughs> <laughs> but I got to have those rules, right? That's what a winning culture is, right? I mean, that's – that's how yeah. you win games. So if that's what I gotta do, then that's what I gotta do. So I'm 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 instilling that. Like there's gonna be rules. If you can't meet those, you should play football. And I'm okay. And I, and I look at that as like I'm okay with that because if you really wanna play, as we know, you'll do what you gotta do. You know, you'll show up to meetings, you'll show up to practice, you'll show up on film, you will show up however you gotta show up, get a ride, walk run, sleep in the locker room in between practices, you would do what you have to do to play football. So that's what I'm telling you. That's great, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. It's, it's... That's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> it is. That's the truth. I mean, that's it like, really yeah, it's old school, bro. That's all, yeah, I love it, bro. It's like, we didn't uh, miss practice, did we? No. I don't, I don't even miss practice at all. Heck no. It's funny you brought up, like, you don't miss for things. Andy's brother got a hold of some tickets to the opening of Staples Center. I thought I was going to be like, you go, you ain't playing them. And it was a Monday, like a, it was like a, what was our Mondays, like the lightest day? He's like, nope. I'm like, I'll go. And now I'm starting to process Andy's talking about as I watch my own son play in the middle of a pandemic, another whole story, but yeah. it's a different process. It's, these so got holes in his pockets today. He's dropping dimes. They, uh, so he, no, so he, 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 he it's a whole different process now. It, no, he I didn't go. Like, no, I didn't miss no practice. But it, it, it's like what you're talking about, Bacon and Johnny. We sat there and experienced. They said they they have a different mentality. The whole, the yeah. whole they they walk around. They, they I don't know. It's different. Uh, but, that part but, of I don't miss coaching. I come and I miss it. But I, I'll tell you a story real quick. Yeah. My first practice at uh, Chafee College, I remember Hadaway kept on, yeah, you should come to play, come to play. We're doing summer practices. I'm like, okay. So we go out, <laughs> we're doing like one-on-ones, right? And I'm like, okay, I'm going up to this guy. Kenny Kitchen. I never get <laughs> Kenny Kitchen. I looks that, at me, he looks at me and is like, over here, right? He doesn't move and just fucking whacks me across the side of my helmet. And runs the route and catches the pass, and I'm like looking around and like laughing, like no, that's that's what it is. You need to be ready for that. Like that was the first thing I'm like, wow, this is wow. crazy. Like, <laughs> he literally like, bam, 
get off me. I'm trying to cover this guy. I'll never forget that, man. I was so scared of that guy. I was so was- scared of that guy. I don't know why. He was a man. We we were young kids. That dude was like like 24, 25. Yeah, he was older, dude. That was, you know, for me, that was the welcome to Juco. Is you know, these are these aren't kids, these aren't all kids. You know, there's grown men out here. Yeah. And um to me, I I think that was the the probably the best experience was preparing the week in practice. You know, we we had a squad. And I'll be honest with you, in, in JUCO, the only team that could really, you know, even get us competing was Valley. And, and Valley had big dudes. You know, they, they had dudes that could, you know, just bench press 500 pounds. You know, a lot yeah. of them were felons, but, you know, they, they, <laughs> they got the release program. And um, oh, that, that, that squad, you know. That was were, a whole different deal. They were, uh, you know, they weren't a team but they had talent and they were big dudes and um you know every week in practice i played harder than i played in the game until that week um you know the d-line we had you know we had what six dudes go d1 and um every week it was you know i gotta you know go again the one dude i could never block was keely boy like i was looking at coach mo like he's all he's gonna do is bull rush like what I mean, you knew it was what, coming. What am I gonna do? And you know, he would just drill people ten yards in the backfield, like. And I'm just like, what do you? I mean, what what can you do? And um, but it was fun. It was fun. It was competing. You know, we did we do um, inside run, then we go one on ones, and we go team. Team was the funnest part for me because the DBs wouldn't shut up. The 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 linebackers were pretty quiet, and then the D line, you know, they would talk, and like me, Tandy, uh, B, we would just I, I would tell them all day, all day at school, like you know, I hope you make a play today. I, I mean, it ain't gonna happen, but I hope you, you know, you make a play. And we'd be in class, you know, throwing up X signs to each other, and and you know, just getting the the competitive spirit going, and then. It was strap it up and let's do it. And and that was the funnest part because it was just like, I mean, just yeah. think about it. Andy and Jason were the younger part of the, the D-line rotation, and they both started at D1. And, and, you know, they were rotating then. That's how deep we were. That's how talented we were. And it was just like nonstop. You know, for me, I don't know, you know, how DBs practice. I don't know how the running backs practice. For us, it was we're banging all day. We go to inside run, we're banging. We go to one-on-ones, we're banging. When we go to team, we're banging. And to me, that was, you know, the thing that got the competitive juices flowing and made you feel like I want to be good at this because I don't want to get my ass handed to me. And that's what I took it as. Like, I'm going to kick their ass because I'm not going to go to school tomorrow and have them be like, I beat you. And you ain't doing that. Like, I'm going to kick your ass and I'm going to slap hands with you and tomorrow at school, I'm going to tell you, like, I got you. I'm going to get you tomorrow, too. And then <laughs> when it was game time, it was just like, man, this is easy. Were you guys this- ever concerned about not getting a scholarship out of JC? I, I, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I, I mean, that's a great question, man. Did you ever think, I'm like, oh, to- shit, I might not get one? Yeah, I think I did, you did know. You? But I had a lot of faith that I would if I kept grinding and grinding and pushing. Uh, but then I, I sustained that injury, and then I was like, "Oh shoot!" You know, um, 
you know, I might I might have gone out the window, but thankfully, you know, uh, Northridge still offered the opportunity. But uh, but yeah, I I think I did. You know, Jason being so young and dumb to the game and just the, the life lessons part of it, like we were talking earlier about the high school part of it. Little did I know, I was on probably one of the best teams this area had ever seen. <laughs> right? I mean, I didn't know idea at the time. And then had I had any grades, I wouldn't have ever been a JUCO, right? So I guess I I didn't think about it because I, I wanted one, yeah. And I had great coaches at high school level, right? So I get there and, yeah, I wanted it, but I don't know. I, I guess JC? I didn't think about it. I just figured if I played hard, I'd be okay. And I, I was what having fun. What about JC? JC? I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, when I got to JUCO, oh. I, I, I was playing and I was having fun. Um I mean, Johnny, you're sitting there talking stories. I don't even think I've ever told Ed this, but there's still one player, Chafee, still. I was like, welcome to college. I jumped up to try and bat down a pass. He put me on my butt. <laughs> With him and I all day in the middle, it was, Ed, it was oh, Ed probably one of the that's, hardest guys ever to go against. That's a big <laughs> homie. And I'm talking all the way through Division One, playing all Pac-10 centers at, at Washington State. I mean, this guy. Yeah, so I guess a bay. I didn't really think about it. I would just keep playing hard and have people in my corner telling me just do that and it'll take care of itself. It, the process part of it, right? Yeah. Did you yeah. worry about it? I honestly, I don't. I don't think I did. I like you said, like we we're just having fun. I figured it would come because we were a good team, and if we did what we're supposed to do, you know, with like the classes and stuff and everything, I thought it was just, it would just okay, like something would happen, you know. I wasn't like, oh, I need to get this scholarship, or it was just like, okay, we're a good team. Somebody's gonna come. Like, yeah. Try not to worry about it, but I was just thinking about that. Like, I don't think we were worried too much. I remember Bishop used to get all these letters and all these scouts, and he was like, I'm not talking to them. Who is it? Cal? No. Tell me when it's like don't give me Arizona State. Guys. Yeah, like he was so picky. The so wasted picky. talent we played yeah. with at junior college and high school. I can name guys after guys, guys who should have been in the NFL, had more skill than – and they just he, wasted their talent. He literally, he literally wouldn't go see coaches that are waiting for him because he was like, nah, I'm, I, don't, I don't care about that. I, that would just blow me away like, wow. That's wow. funny because I had a story when um, Washington came to Chafee. And uh, uh, Coach Byers got me, and he said, "Go find Dre." And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, well, I'm not gonna go find him." Like, what? And he's like, "The coach wants to talk to both of you." And I'm like, "I think he's in the cafeteria." Yeah. And uh, Byers went up there, and uh, he told him, "Nah, I'm not gonna talk to that coach today." And I, was like, <laughs> I didn't know that. I never knew that. Yeah. Oh, man. He wasn't the only one we played with you guys. There was a lot of those guys. Yeah. That was, I, I think Dre took the cake, though, because. Uh, I don't know. Shane Scruggs was pretty bad. I didn't really? play with him, so I don't know. And but. he was with me at Altaloma, so I watched him the whole time. He was. He didn't want to go ask, talk to coaches. You can either. ask Cat or Beach. He it was even worse. He was the first guy to get Nebraska to actually come out here. That's when Nebraska was powerhouse. They'd never come out here. Second, they saw his transcript. They even walked away. Wow. Talk um, about wasted talent. He was a he is another hole. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was the nineties, bro. I mean, yeah, Nebraska, Nebraska was, was Nebraska then. That's like the Nebraska we know. Yeah, man. They came in, left the transcript, and walked right back out. 
Now, granted, that's know, a little bit different than not going, but still, I mean, same same idea. It's just wasted talent. You know what was fun for me though, man, and, and obviously they getting the letters, and obviously they're just letters, right? But that it was fun getting those letters, man. You know, I don't know about you guys. Well, I, I can imagine you guys enjoy them too. Who doesn't, right? Uh, but they, that was cool, you know, just coming out of um, – because I always felt like in football, when I left high school, man, I, I just had – I didn't have any closure with the game of football. I, I felt like uh, my, my junior year I got cut short for disciplinary action. I missed, like, the last four games. And then my senior year I got, um, you know, had a knee injury throughout the year. So that kind of slowed my – that kind of, you know, put a damper on my season. So I always felt like, man – I, I didn't I didn't quite get fulfilled, you know. So that's why I went, to, you know, I went to the Navy, came back, decided to play again. And then to start, you know, to, to see success, man, uh, finally see success as a football player, man. And based on what had happened in high school, it was really for me, man, it was really gratifying, bro. It was it was really cool because, uh, yeah, man. So so getting those letters, I felt like, man, I was um you know, I, th I felt like there was some opportunity that I was going to be, you know, encountering soon. You know, going back to your question, Bacon, uh, you know, so uh, like I, I always felt like, yeah, I'm going somewhere here, man. This is this is awesome. You know, this is, you know people are noticing you. <laughs> you know, so, um, but who was the biggest school you got a letter from, Johnny? Uh, um, I got everybody from the Pac-10, but SC and UCLA. Except those two? Yeah, those are the two that didn't recruit me. Really? Yeah. Well, and you still like USC, huh? Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a childhood wow. thing. But uh, wow. yeah, I was um, to go back to to Bacon's question. Like, I I blew my knee out my freshman year at um, Chafee. So you know, I I didn't know. You know, I wasn't you know very knowledgeable about you know football to begin with. Because you know, it literally was like. Uh, the 12th game I've played ever and um, I blew it out and uh, I go to the doctor and the doctor you know pulls up the MRI and you know I, I just I obliterated my ACL my MCL and my meniscus and um, you know I didn't know I, I had never broken a bone I never you know got stitches nothing and um, second game my freshman year at Chafee uh, blew it out and the doctor came in and he was at the time, he was the orthopedic surgeon for the Clippers uh, out of the Riverside Medical or Sports Clinic. And he, he literally told me like, you're never gonna play football again. You know, and wow. um, you know, that was the only thing I wanted to do was just play football. And you know, from that, like I, I really had doubts and, and I was scared, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't care about walking or you know, having, you know, range of motion or any of that. I just wanted to play football, you know. And, um, you know, for me, it was Coach Mo. Um, yeah. He instilled the belief in me. You know, like I tell, I, I sent him a message on Facebook uh, like a month or two ago. And, you know, I just told him that, you know, he was one of the people that I really looked up to. And, you know, I, I appreciated him. Uh, I was a dickhead to him the whole time I was there. You know, I never let it, you know, a, a moment get away where I didn't give him a smart ass comment or, you know, whatever. Um, but for him, you know, he stuck by me and, you know, he's the one that got me 
to the work to where I was when I was at JP and to the opportunities that I had, you know, it, it was him. And, you know, I was scared because I was like, man, I blew my ACL. The doctor told me that I'm probably not going to play football no more. So, you know, there goes my shot. Like, and I didn't, I didn't really understand the concept of recruiting back then. I was just like, okay, I'm going to get a scholarship. That's all I knew. Um, but you know, that was, that was a scary part for me. It was just like, man, this, I just started and I had fallen in love and, you know, I had a doctor telling me you're not going to ever play again. And it was just like, I, I, I remember that day, you know, my mom picked me up from the, the, my appointment and I goes quiet and you know, I kind of felt like I let them down. You know, they've given me everything I could to get to that point and, you know, my body failed them to, you know, get me to college. And uh, I was scared. You know, I went home that day and, you know, just went, uh, I tried, I, you know, hopped up the stairs because I couldn't walk. And I just locked my door and, and I literally tucked my face into my pillow mm. and, and cried. And it was just like, you know, and, but Coach Mo told me that, you know, all it's going to take is commitment and hard work. And, you know, you could be what you want to be. If you want to be a scholarship player, you will. And if you don't, you don't. But it's in your hands. But I, I was terrified that. I was like, yeah. man, I just started playing, and then this game's going to be taken away. Yeah, man. No, that's a great story, John, Johnny. You know, what you did, man. And I'm so, you know, happy for that, that you, you know, attained success and you, you overcame that injury, that setback, and – Minor, what do they say? Uh, minor setback, major comeback, man. So, yes, sir. You know, uh, you know uh, man, you guys, uh, this has been. I, I have a little surprise. I want to say, I want to show everybody something real quick. Uh, I don't know if you guys have yours on handy there, but I kind of wanted to show everybody. This, uh, I already know what this is. Yeah. <laughs> I don't Breaking know if you guys out, your, huh? bust out the the old jersey. Okay. Oh, nice. I got the red one somewhere. I don't have the black one. I got the black one. I have the red and the white one. Yeah, I got oh. the red. I got the this one. The, the black one is your guys' senior years, right? That, their yeah. senior year. Their yeah. senior year. Oh, sorry. Yeah, this you, guy. you didn't play a game? <laughs> I, senior. I played three quarters of them. We, we, uh, we, had a, <laughs> we had a defensive end who made sure I got injured because I had to chase all over the field that game. I forget Jason Gould in Montana again. Oh, there we go. <laughs> now, my black one I gave to my uh, high school coach when he retired. Really? Yeah, we got it framed for him. So that's nice. why I got the I only got the red one. Oh, I love those red ones. Red you and black. Still have the uh, big sky patch. The red one, yo, for sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 They started wearing them one. black ones when I was crippled. <laughs> that, was, when, that was when I broke my foot the second they, time. That was the home jerseys, right? Yeah, they got one game in them. Yeah, I was gonna say how many how many games did you guys actually play in them? I think you guys three. were traveling that year, right? Three. We, we, three? we, got we three had seven games? road games. Seven yeah. road games that year. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing I remember that year is 9-11 and broken foot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling bad for you guys. Oh. I seriously, that was, a, that was a weird year. This is yeah. kind of parallel, actually. I mean, this yeah. is starting to feel like. Yeah. No shit. Yeah, man. Hey, guys, man, this has been quite the conversation. We definitely got to do this again. We'll come back. You guys down for part two in the, in the near future? Let me know for show trick. Yes. Uh, yeah, we'll get into more like you know our college days and into more of those stories and reminisce. Um, but yeah, man, I want to thank you guys for coming on, taking the time, man. 
you know, I love you guys, man. Um, you know, like, what can I say, man? You guys are just amazing, amazing human beings. Johnny, when's the wedding? Uh, uh, there you go. You know, hopefully the world opens soon. Okay. So, you know, uh, for sure, it'll probably be next year. Okay. Um, hopefully, you know, everybody can come. Um, if if we're still in what we are right now, uh, we'll probably, you know, do something small, but then, you know, later do a, a big ceremony, uh, okay. a big reception and, you know, invite everybody out because uh, it just sucks, you know. But, you know, the goal is 2021. Um, okay. I told her the other day, like, we're getting married uh, even if we're driving up to the the courthouse, <laughs> you know, we can we can go celebrate later. But uh, okay. you know, definitely, I will be getting married 2021. Okay, nice. What about I'm you, Jay? <laughs> uh, I, I'm worried about you. I'm excited for you and Blanca. She's the first woman I ever seen calm your butt down, and actually, you get quiet for. We actually only talk this much when she's around. So, she's uh, around. man, she's around. But I, you, I you have to keep in mind, you <laughs> always be my favorite host. Oh. Hey, you just make sure my, my little nephew keeps you in check because I know you can't get enough Italian. You have to go get the little one. Yeah. <laughs> he, he is a handful. He, he yeah. is a handful. So, um, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I will say, you know, if you guys – are able to make it you you all will be there yes for yeah, sure and my, my sure. brothers forever and you know it wouldn't be a ceremony if i didn't have you guys there for sure bachelor party mardi gras Shut hopefully <laughs> oh mardi gras. Like yeah mardi gras. hey andy you gotta stay home though <laughs> <laughs> no he's gonna show us because remember he's he was he was traveling the world while we were playing in the sandbox <laughs> play, and play. we were yeah yeah, we, we, that's another story another time off, off the air. The, the last bachelor party I remember with Andy. Marty, wow. I like that. I like that. Hey, hey, shout out to Coach Martin out there, man. Good. Thanks for coming in. John, uh, Coach Martin, appreciate you being here, man. Oh, hey, yeah. Zoe showed up, too. I saw Zoe. Yeah, we got we had some friends. Uh, who's uh, – you guys know who uh, Zoe Solorzano is? I just said Zoe, yeah. Uh, that's oh, uh, Zoe. Yeah, Victor Solorzano's brother. brother. He played oh, right after he us. He played before. Chafee High? Yeah, but he yeah. played at Chafee right after us. Yep. Oh, shout so out. What's he, up, uh, Coach? Zoe played after and Victor played before. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone, we had some good. Andy G was here, good friend of mine, another podcaster, Joe. You, you didn't tell me Andy Andy G is a Bills fan, huh? More than one of us in the room tonight. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Man, that's I didn't know that. That's Jason, that story sounds You're, amazing. Your sister was here, Jerry. Was she? I didn't Sarah, see that. Sarah okay. Davis, yeah. In the comments there. And then uh, Bub the Hook, Mega Man, thank you guys for chiming in. Hey, Coach Bacon, before we go, man, I want to – What's your uh, when's your first game, man? Uh, January 8th. Versus who? Gary High School. Oh, okay. See, that's great, man. That's great. I'm glad to hear it. We're going to have some football come springtime. We're trying to uh, live stream it, so we're uh, getting it ready to where the games are going to be live streamed. So, oh, you know, so are you guys going to have students there? I don't know. I don't know about that, but either way, we're going to live stream it for people so they be able to see it. So I, I think even if we did have fans, we're still going to live stream it. I think that's something we're going to try to do moving forward. Okay. Yeah. You definitely got to share that link. Gotta, yeah, you know, I think it'll be fun, right? 
Yeah. I mean, you can, you can give your uh, opinions on what I'm doing wrong, Johnny. I mean, you'd be like, why is he doing that? I'm, I'm just waiting for the get back coach offer. <laughs> you know. You're going to have Jason on there talking about Mimi. And Mimi. Wow. 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 But, you know, that, that's the fun part, though. <laughs> on that note, uh, Dodgers just won. Yeah. What's nice. five one? Was it five one? It is okay. Five okay. One, so. Dodgers Lakers tonight. Good night. I know Good Bacon night. Coach Bacon is a I don't know Niners Giants or something like that. Ah, who cares? Baseball is that a sport? I didn't even watch that anymore. <laughs> oh, you're not a Laker fan, huh? I mean, I don't even watch. Bulls, if I had to pick some, but that was oh, uh, hey. Then you got you got a little bit in the finals. Jimmy B's repping for you. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been really got into basketball. But Bakes never liked any of the hometown teams, though. Yeah, <laughs> never like. Oh man. Yeah, I was just hey. like, who did you like in college? You used to wear like the Titans jersey. Who me? No, no I, I had, it. I had oh. it in there, but uh, Frisco baby, 49ers. Yeah. 49ers. He's always that sounds, been. That sounds and amazing. My Michigan, my Michigan let me down, so I'm gonna have to pick a new college team. <laughs> and he used to make fun of me all the time, like, oh, Michigan, they're gonna lose again. Like, anyways, man. Hey, guys, again, thanks again, man. Um, looking forward to part two in the near future. You know, I love you guys and um, want to thank everybody else. Any, oh, let me, let's finish. Any shout outs, Jay? You want to do any shout outs? Uh, no shout outs for me. You guys are good. Yep. I, I'm here with you guys. Yeah, we're good. Obviously the fam, but we leave it there. Awesome. Johnny? Just my brothers, you know, to the ones that are on right now and the ones that hopefully are listening. You know, you guys are, played a big part in my life, and I appreciate you, and I love you to the dad. Eh? Likewise, brother. Thank you, man. And, and Martin, any, any shout outs you want to? Uh, shout out, uh, yeah, always Chafee, man, Chafee Pride, man. Shout out to Northridge, even Northridge, man. You know, there's some good guys there. Uh, shout out to Monster High School, go Caps. There we go, yes, sir. Yeah, man, yeah, shout out to Big Ed, Ed Powell. Uh, Ed Powell, yeah. yeah, he was yeah. texting me. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah, well, we'll get him yeah. back on, we'll get him on here. Um, what Say about uh, the college stuff? What's that? Save him for the college stuff, bringing those yeah, yeah. experiences. Yeah. <laughs> shout, shout, here's a name for you. Shout out to Steve Leva. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Steve, Steve was the homie. Man, that was the toughest did, guy, and he was did, that big. Did anybody stay in, in touch with him? We actually, we talked about that, huh, Andy? Neither one of us after that sophomore year never found that guy. Ah, yeah, I wonder what he's up to, man. He's, he's out of Claremont. I hope maybe he's, you know, maybe we can track him down somehow, look him up. But, uh, but yeah, man. Next time I'm down, let me know. A, a double A, double A. Right. That's right. That's right. Anyways, <laughs> well, all right, guys. Well, um, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. We have our, our the talking football part one with Martin Bacon, Johnny Acosta, Jason Castro. Football players, extraordinaires, exceptional men, man, my, my, my great friends. And um, tune in tomorrow for part two with Coach Daniel Fierro. He's going to be coming on, and he, he's going to be giving us a lot more uh, insight, uh, just like tonight, uh, about the game of football. So I hope you enjoyed this one. 
uh, for everybody, Jason, Johnny, and Martin, once again, everybody in the comments, thank you for being here. If you're viewing this on the replay, viewing this live right now, thank you guys. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, 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 follow us on Instagram, all that good stuff. Com uh, like, follow, share, leave us a comment, rate, and review, and uh, much appreciated. Um, so, again, we'll see you guys tomorrow. For my, my friends, always remember, take, take it. it. <laughs> we are live. Good evening, wherever you are tuning in from. I am Andy Anatomical, your get your your guest, your host of Profile Pod TV. Welcome once again. We are back for another.